0: Welcome to the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast, where we bring you a weekly dose of powerlifting news, tips, and training advice with a touch of 80s rock ballads. This podcast is presented by Team Roar Powerlifting, your source of the most comprehensive coaching and meet day preparation. Here are your hosts, Josh Roar
1: and Laura Sturm. Welcome to the podcast this week. I'd like to welcome my co-host, Josh Roar, The man who comes up with fun ideas and then runs out of ideas, like interesting intros.
0: All right. Thank you, uh, Laura, and welcome to you, Laura. (laughs) (laughs) Case in point, Mm. no cool intros. Zero. Yeah. Sometimes I have good ideas and funny things, and sometimes I really, really don't. Guess which day today is. (laughs)
1: One of those days, clearly.
0: So we're going to start off with the track of the week uh, this time around. So REO Speedwagon, Keep On Loving You. First impressions, Laura.
1: You know, there's one of those sleeper bands that I I thought was a little too mainstream. And then I went and saw them in concert. Um, They just happened to be, you know, starting for, I don't remember who I was seeing, Tesla, maybe, I don't know. Um, And I was just like, wow, they're actually really great entertainers. I was really impressed. Yeah. I love the song, but you know, I kind of thought it was a little mainstream, but it's pretty good.
0: I've actually never seen them in concert. You um, them? Yeah, I know. I miss out on a lot of things. I live a pretty sheltered life, but uh, some fun facts about REO Speedwagon. Uh, they were named after the REO Speedwagon, which was a 1915 light motor truck that was manufactured by the REO Motor Car Company. Uh, it's basically an ancestor of the pickup truck.
1: Which you love pickup truck, so.
0: I do, I guess I do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the reason they came to that uh, or found that name or whatever is one of the members uh, saw the name written across a blackboard when he walked into his history of transportation class um, in college um basically during it was the first day after they decided to look for a name for the band and that's what he saw and that's what they went with so um kind of i don't know if lazy is the word but <laughs> kind of Just not heard real, it Oh, well, that's it kind of not real original there
1: that's funny well and um you know i feel like i need to explain my Josh, you're a fan of the pickup truck because you drive a diesel truck, and every time that you and my husband get together or talk at all, you like talk about your diesel trucks and.
0: We're diesel brothers.
1: Diesel brothers.
0: Yeah. So. I'm sure there's more of us out there somewhere.
1: <laughs> diesel brothers unite.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh all man. Right.
1: All right. So we have some questions from our listeners.
0: Yeah. So first question is actually I'm going to throw it to you. Um, Actually, so I'm just going to read it, how it came in. It didn't really come in as a question. It's kind of a statement, not really sure what they want to know, but I'll just let you run with it. So what came in was making the transition from CrossFit to powerlifting. So I guess my first thoughts were like considerations, like differences in training style, et cetera, anything else. I have no, I'm not real. And I wasn't real involved I wasn't real involved. I've never been real involved in CrossFit. You were, so uh, I'll let you take it away. I will stop talking now.
1: (laughs) Nice. Um, So CrossFit is a great way to get an introduction to a barbell movement um, or two or three, right? Um, CrossFit is well known for not specializing really in anything. So you're getting generally good-ish at everything. So, you know, in CrossFit, we're doing you know clean jerk snatch deadlifts um squatting front squat back squat um and of course in crossfit you have to say back squat because it's not a front squat like and then in powerlifting we don't say back squat we just assume squat so you know it's definitely more of taking a generalized idea of fitness and then podca- i'm sorry powerlifting is much more specialized right we're only doing three lifts we only have squat, bench, and deadlift. So those three movements that you might've been introduced to, and a lot of crossfitters don't even bench press, which is sad to me, but it's true. Um, So a lot of things that you might have seen in a a generalized way or in a way that you thought was pretty specialized um, probably wasn't. And then when you get into powerlifting, you definitely dive into very fine nuances of those lifts. Um, You know, I would have seen things in CrossFit where women were um, squatting with a women's Olympic lifting barbell. And I'm like, ah, don't do that. Because if you're going to do a powerlifting movement, you should do it the way a powerlifter does. Um, Crossfitters might not wear shoes or belts very often. They'd be, you know, completely raw, even barefoot sometimes. Raw, raw. raw. Yeah. And, you know, as a gym owner, I'd always be like, well, if you're going to do a powerlifting movement, you should do powerlifting things, uh, things, you know, uh, wear a belt if it's going to, if you're going to learn how to use it. Do
0: powerlifting as a powerlifter would do powerlifting.
1: Exactly. And just like when you're in CrossFit, you should do gymnastics like a gymnast would do them. Do the Olympic lifts like an Olympic lifter would do them. So, you know, I think CrossFitters should specialize a little bit more in learning the movements themselves. Um, But when you're making that transition, you definitely dive in deeper. Um, The other issue with CrossFit when you're going from CrossFit to powerlifting is that there's a lot more conditioning. There's a lot more fluff. And then sometimes as a CrossFitter, you feel like you need to do so much. Like you feel like you need to kind of beat yourself up a little bit. You know, I don't want to say that it's like self-flagellation, but it, it is like overdoing a little bit. It's almost sometimes CrossFit gets to be entertainment. That's my.
0: What are these words the you're day. using flat flatulation? <laughs> like ex- beating
1: yourself um, ex- you know, ex- ex- yourself. I, I think a lot of people that sometimes get into CrossFit are into doing something hard because it's hard and it kind of makes them feel like a badass, kind of like orange theory, you know, orange theory people are kind of like that. They like to do something that they perceive as hard so that they kind of feel like a badass. It kind of lifts their ego perhaps. And, you know, I think sometimes when we're making that transition, you really have to go from train, 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 do something hard, do something hard to we're trying to get better in a sport that's very specific. So it's not about beating yourself up every day. And especially as a woman, you feel like you're not doing enough cardio and I'm going to get fat if I'm not doing enough cardio. And that's absolutely not true. I actually changed my body composition better, quicker um, and in a less painful way just doing powerlifting, then, you know, doing constant cardio and stuff that was involved with CrossFit. So it's definitely a different training style in that you're not doing as much. Your training sessions might be longer because it's kind of hard to specialize in those things where CrossFit, like you're, you're in and out in an hour, typically um, powerlifting sessions. I would never be done in
0: <laughs> my warm up is usually done. in. <laughs> no. an
1: hour. Right. When someone's like, you know, t- get to your max squat in 20 minutes. I'm like, <laughs> 20 minutes, two hours, come on. You know, it. powerlifting takes a lot more per session. And it's a very different mode of training. Um, and I also have a lot of people that are, you know, crossovers that come to a powerlifting meet, and they've never done a powerlifting meet, and they've just done CrossFit. And then, you know, they're just like, well, how hard can it be? I'm just going to open up at something close to my max, and I've got three tries to do it. And they discount what that whole environment does. They don't know the commands, so there's a whole different way to train for it. Yeah. But it's awesome and fun, and all CrossFitters should also do powerlifting meets.
0: Also agree with that. Yeah. Um, I actually don't have anything to add to that. I think you pretty much covered any anything and more that I would have to say. So. Uh,
1: well, and I did get cross. Did get Josh to do a CrossFit workout once.
0: I've blocked it out of my mind.
1: Yeah. So there was a fundraiser that we did that um, I got people to pay per burpee that Josh did. And we had a five minute clock and he got to do as many burpees as he could in five minutes.
0: Was it only a five? I thought it was a 10 minute clock.
1: It was five minutes, Josh.
0: Oh man, that's really bad then. Because I think I got like, what did I get? 37?
1: Yeah, something like that. 37. I thought- Really not bad for someone who- Oh, no, wait.
0: It's actually better. I was So, okay- It's actually better than I thought because I thought I did 37 in 10 minutes. But if you're telling me I did 37 in five minutes, minutes. hey, look at me. I'm actually go. I'm actually somewhat of a respectable human.
1: (laughs) Keep telling yourself that.
0: I do every day. Yeah, it's
1: okay. All right. So, and how did you feel after those five minutes of burpees?
0: I felt like garbage and I wanted to die.
1: (laughs) But yet, I think everyone should do it. So see what you're made out of five inch burpees go all right so um we have another question so someone asked and this question hurts my soul just a little bit should the deadlift even really be part of powerlifting should the sport go to just two lifts like olympic lifting
0: no (laughs) i don't even know that i want to elaborate on that question Um, because let me just lay it out there. So the three power lifts are a variety of max strength testing. And basically anybody that says you shouldn't deadlift, well, anybody that's making an argument to get rid of it, uh, to put it bluntly must really suck at deadlifting. Um, so my, my response to that and, Person that asked this question, if I offend you, I'm only half sorry. But just train your deadlift better, and train it harder and smarter. Um, in general, so there's usually like the the really really good powerlifters are good at all three. Uh, the above average powerlifters, there's usually usually they're really good at either like really really good at squat or bench decently good at squatter bench, the other one of those two, and then probably really not good at deadlifting. Or on the flip side, you have somebody that's really good at deadlifting, average at squatting, and probably really bad at at benching. Um, Those are like the the two flip sides of the coin um, most of the time. But, yeah, in general, I think that was a dumb question. And basically (laughs) – basically it's it's trying to create a handicap for what you're not the best at so my my uh advice to you mark freeman is just get better at deadlifting end of quote end of end of discussion
1: yeah so josh what's your favorite lift
0: deadlift And if anybody has an argument to get rid of a lift, it's me getting rid of the bench press because I'm terrible at it.
1: You're not the only one who's not the biggest fan of the bench press. Sometimes,
0: yeah. But um, instead of complaining about it and saying let's get rid of it, what do I do? I just train bench and try to get better at it. So do that. Stupid question. Let's move on. <laughs>
1: all right josh the uh the next question how did we cover it uh
0: oh yeah uh next question <laughs> can laura bench more equipped than josh can bench raw
1: i wish <laughs> it's really the answer i think oh uh, then i'm like wait where can you bench raw
0: i was gonna say it, it depends on so I will say this, you can definitely, so w- when you were, when you were training and at your at meet ready status, you could equip bench more than I could raw bench after about a year of not training.
1: Oh, okay. I was going to say. Yeah, so if you took a year off,
0: if I took a year off, you would definitely out bench me. You'd probably outbench me raw too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> My bench goes, goes in, the, in the crapper pretty quick. Or Boy. I guess you can argue it stays there. It just gets, <laughs> gets, gets flushed down a little further pretty quick.
1: Well, it, it does seem like, you know, everyone, well, maybe not everyone, as, as you were saying, there are some elite lifters that are, that are um, good at all three. But I think everyone has a lift that they're still the best at.
0: Yeah, and typically whatever they're the best at ends up being their favorite. And then that's what they focus on instead of trying to fix the stuff that they really could make leaps and bounds in progress, but they just focus on the fun stuff. So do better. Yeah.
1: <laughs> do better. All right, let's move on to the new lifter tip.
0: Cool. So new lifter tip, uh we actually I say we uh the team roar powerlifting social media at team roar posts the new lifter tip every saturday so i figured it'd be kind of a fun little segment to kind of elaborate on the previous week's post so uh last week it was posted that there's it's kind of just for for people that don't understand how powerlifting works there's three referees that judge a lifter at at, uh when they're on the platform and they either will give you a white light if the lift is good and passes all the standards and everything or they'll give you a red light if it's not good um, you didn't meet the standards or you just flat out failed with it and basically uh, the reason we put this on here is because majority rules so if you get if you get three white lights it's a good lift if you get two white lights and one red light it's still a good lift majority rules. And I've seen a lot of new lifters um, when they see one red light, they think it's a no, no lift because they got a red light. Um, So I think it's, we are just put that up there basically to make sure everybody understands that, excuse me, that it's majority. So three white lights or two white lights is a good lift.
1: Good point. I also think it's a good idea that when you do get a red light that um, you or the person who's handling you, understand why you got a red light Um, because if you, if you don't, if you aren't aware of it and then the next lift comes out and you do the same thing, maybe, maybe next time two referees will see it.
0: Yeah. And yeah, I've seen that happen where, you know, you know, and sometimes as a referee, sometimes like you get blocked by a spotter and you can't quite see what happened. So, you know, you always give the benefit of the doubt to the lifter. So if I'm judging a squat And right as they're about to hit depth, the spotter kind of blocks my view. Well, And I don't know if you hit depth or not. I can't give you a red light because I didn't see it. So maybe you were high, but you got away with one because I was blocked by the spotter. So you think you are fine if you don't ask what you got called for. And then you come out on the next one and you get two reds because both referees now see it clearly so yeah to your point yeah always find out what you got the red light for so you can you know be aware and make the adjustments
1: right so you can always ask the ref or you know as you're getting off the platform to ask even the head ref you know you know sometimes when you're getting off the platform you're like wait who what's lights who threw that light you know but it's a good idea to ask
0: yeah, that. and you know, at a at a regional meet or a national meet, there's going to be a jury, uh, which is basically just a panel of you know senior referees. And you can always go to them and ask. Um, but at a local meet where they don't have a jury, yeah, you just go to the chief referee and mm-hmm. and say, hey, you know, what was that call for? Or or you can go to the referee that made the call because usually the lights will cor- correlate to which referee it is. So yeah, understand what you what you did wrong so you can do better. It's important. Do better. It's do like better. The same. Yeah, too better. Yep. So uh, we are actually not going to have a podcast next week. So September 25th, there will not be an episode. So this is your call to action. Get caught up on all the episodes you've missed uh, because we're going to roll right into episode 13 uh, starting October 2nd. So in the meantime, you can definitely send us your questions or topics you want us to cover. Um, again, you can uh, DM us on Instagram, PL Ballads Podcast, or shoot us an email at plballadspodcast at gmail.com. Um, and fun fact it was pouring down rain here in Georgia, and I am getting ready to go mop up some water in my basement.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. That's not fun.
0: Yeah, it's not bad. It's just a little bit, but. It's a fun fact. I guess you call it fun. I don't know. Mm, well,
1: have fun doing that, Josh.
0: Will do. Uh, so I guess that is all. I will see you, Laura Sturm, in two weeks. All right. Thanks
1: for our listeners. Have a great week. Bye now. Bye.
0: Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode of the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast, please remember to subscribe and share it with your friends.